Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Mysticons, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stowall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hello. Uh, Mysticons is back, and woo. we are talking... Woo. Uh, yeah, woo. We're talking episode 34, The Foz Who Saved Lotus Knight, that aired... Uh, this morning on Nicktoons in Mysticon's new time slot, Saturday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Nice. <laughs> Yay, so, better time so slot. So familiar with this slot. <laughs> yeah, I'm awake Such sometimes. Such a great spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, unclear if Nick's viewed this as a demotion or a promotion, but uh, we are on at 9.30 now. And uh, presumably new episodes every week for a little bit while, although not clear from the TV listings, at the very least next week. Um, we'll also have a new episode. Um, and, uh, we're podcast same day today just because this episode aired in Canada already. So we had it, but normally we'll still get, we'll still be getting the podcast out on Sundays. Um, but yeah, this, this episode did air in Canada a little bit early. You might have seen it there. But yeah, Foz who saved Lotus Knight getting into this. Make sure you've seen this episode. Spoilers for this and all episode of Mysticons. We talk about Mysticons every new episode here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at overlyanimated.com or search for Overly Animated Mysticons on iTunes or subscribe to us on YouTube, overlyanimated.com slash YouTube. Um, so we have a very, uh, this, an episode that's perfect for the Dylan, uh, Delaney April brands, I think, especially recently. So we'll get into what that means. But, uh, Delaney, what did you think of uh, this episode of Mr. Guns? So the episode opens and I'm like, oh God, <laughs> this is like, well, I was like, oh man, I'm like, we're going to have a Christmas special in August. Okay. That's cool. Except it wasn't Christmas, but it was totally Christmas. It's Lotus Night, yeah. I forgot to say yeah. happy Happy Lotus Lotus yeah. Night Day, yeah. yeah at the yeah the Lotus podcast. Night, and it's, it's, it's Lotus Christmas. Night. <laughs> it's Christmas. Uh, I really liked the episode. It was really cute. So of course it gets like really weird, but like in the really good Mysticons way. I did think it was cute. There were cute character moments, and the presents, like them trying to get each other presents, was so cute. And of course the the star of the episode is Jocko. For whatever reason, they were like, we're going to have a Chaco-themed episode. Actually, the star of the episode, yes. The yeah. actual star of the episode is Chaco, which, like, was really good. Like, we can have more Chaco episodes, like, in all honesty. Chaco's great. And so it was a good episode. It was weird, but we literally had everyone in the episode. Um, uh, I think the other important part of the episode, other than Chaco, is the return of Snowman Jeff. <laughs> he was mentioned by name. Yes, multiple times. And then and then they had to rebuild the snowman Jeff and Tasma hugged him, which is probably the best. But this Tasma being like, Yes, Snowman Jeff. So good. And the fact that she was like, Leave me and Snowman Jeff out of this. Like, are you like best friends now? Like, yes, they're best friends. So good. So I really enjoyed the episode. It's silly, it's fun. A lot of good stuff in it. And the framing of the episode was funny, like the, the storytelling. Like it was so stupid, but it was great. Nice. Uh, April, what do you think of the Foz who saved Lotus Knight? So I appreciated that it was, um, again, it was Christmas in August. Um, I mean, Lotus Knight. So now we know when Lotus Knight is. Okay, I don't think uh, that's intentionally <laughs> in August. August. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be like Christmas in July. Like, what were they going for here? We're yeah, not, so what, they, who, 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 who's going for what? This is not the show is not taking place in August. This just aired. It happened to air okay. at this time. 
Well, look, that's really confusing because <laughs> literally every like, other show has episodes. They're like, this is our <laughs> Halloween episode. This is our Christmas episode. And then, then there's Mysticons. They're like, whatever. We're going to have a holiday right now. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what sounds really good? Christmas in August. It's not even also, like Christmas like, in July. Does Drake City have weather? Like, does it rain in Drake City? Like, And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. there's snow. And I'm like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, I was really... Okay, so... Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'm done complaining about Christmas in July. Um, I mean, August, because it makes whatever. Um, No, so this episode was beautiful in what it was. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, I loved uh, Tasma and Snowman Jeff are my new like, like OP ship. That's what I. That's all I want out of the show now is those two to get together. Um, I need (laughs) because like I I just appreciate the fact that Tasma's like you leave me and Snowman Jeff out of this, and I was like, yeah, girl, you defend your man. Like, (laughs) well, the fact that she's being like I'm like she was being like overprotective of Snowman Jeff. Snowman Jeff. And also, and like the show went like in a completely different direction than what I thought it was going to because like I was like okay so Tasma's in the ornament and the, okay I got that and then Kimrock just shows up in their house and is like I'm just gonna destroy things and be a total Grinch about it. Okay, which- also like how. Why can everyone just get in there? Like, yeah, th- see, I was I was really bothered by that, and I had several moments. Like, as I was watching the episode, I was like, "How did Kimrock get in the house? Like, does she just know where they live?" She's like, "Okay, I got this." Like, I know we had the identity reveal, but how did she get in the house? Get into their? Oh, maybe that's like- how. That's a good point. We're coming off of the identity reveal. Yeah, so well, like uh, it's even like secret from like the palace, like it's in the, it's like below the palace. Yeah, like, in in the, theory, it should be a secret base still. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so in theory, but anyway, so then whenever she was like destroying Christmas decorations, I was like, yeah, we're gonna get a Tasma episode. This is gonna be great <laughs> um, <laughs> because I was like, she's gonna like break free of the ornament and she's gonna be out running around, and this is what we're gonna do. But yeah. that is not what we did. We had zombies. <laughs> Who kept saying consume, which I which was, was really, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are we consuming? Like, because they didn't seem to really have like, <laughs> they just wanted to touch you. That's yeah, right. they just wanted to touch you. And I was like, so wait, do you consume things by touching them? Um, I was like, okay, I don't get it, but I'll buy into it like just a little bit. Uh, so, yes, I enjoyed that. And we got to see the Vexicons. Um, that was great. And also, how do you accept a contract from Diva? Uh, I guess she's like the evil Chaco, and Chaco's really intelligent. So, but how how does that like how did that co like I want to see that meeting. Diva, do you have money? Yeah, first off, one, do you have your own money? Two, how did you negotiate terms of this contract? Also, I can't believe like <laughs> it's so magical. Like, how did Mallory piss Diva off so bad? <laughs> right? That Diva's like, I'm gonna put a hit out on you. I'm gonna put a hit. Right? Like, how what did she do? I want that episode as well. Well, no, we got it. It happened in the episode. She got a necklace, threw Diva to the ground, and Diva got pissed and just decided to kill her. Like, geez. Right? <laughs> She's like, this is what's gonna happen. So 
everything honestly. everything about this episode was beautiful. Um, there's a few mechanics, and um, the lowest point for me was Doug and Malveron singing, in all honesty, because I don't know why they were there. <laughs> I feel like this was a proper use of them, to just caroling in the background. That was fine. I yeah. agree. This yeah, <laughs> the fact that they were, like, never singing at the same time, it was so good. <laughs> Yeah, like the their audio tracks were just barely off. That yeah, was good. Yeah. I'm glad but, we finally arrived at one of the uh, actual questions of this episode at the end here with the how did how did Diva do all this? Because that this is much more pertinent than when this uh, Christmas episode is airing. I think this no, is I don't know. I think into. it's just as pertinent. Oh, okay. They're both pertinent, but also I I I do. I need to know how like Diva like communicated that. Yeah. Because right. we're, we're, oh, we're going to talk about it. Okay, cool. Diva is so mad. It's amazing. (laughs) There's a lot of Diva to talk about here. Um, For for a character who we didn't even know their name before this episode. I'll be honest. I was like, is that what color she is? Like, I was like, (laughs) I don't even remember her being that color. I thought she was purple. Oh, Diva's green. Don't you know the emote on our Discord? Jeez. Um, So, okay. So this is the stupidest episode of (laughs) Mysticons ever. And I mean that in a very good way because... Uh, this is Miraculous Ladybug season two levels of stupid, and uh, it's fantastic. Like, I think this is one of the funniest episodes this of the show. This is significantly better than the Miraculous Ladybug Christmas episode. Um, yes. there, we needed more singing here, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, be- it is better. The than really Ladybug creepy Christmas Santa episode. song. <laughs> no! I lo- yeah, I love the Ladybug uh, singing. But no, this is uh, this is a better episode. This is, um, it's yeah, one of the funniest. It's, it's very similar to Quest of the Vexed, which I would say was previously the funniest episode of the show. But it's also, uh, the, the two are still very good. And um, this is just so many stupid things happening. And uh, it's like, it's like aware, it's self-aware stupidity. Like this is, like Diva. Like you have hi- like, <laughs> it's no, Diva. And then there's like the Vexicons. And she and like we're gonna celebrate like a family. Yes, like, there you why? go. Ding. That's number two. That's the- so good. Oh my god. Oh, oh. I two- blocked that out of my memory, <laughs> and I remember why. <laughs> the two stupidest things this episode are one. Why is uh, Diva is Kimra's client? Like that's a reveal. Like Kimra's talking about her client, and then it turns yeah, out it's and Diva. she's on the phone. I'm like Diva, can you use <laughs> the phone? How? Yeah, how is she talking? It's like there's so many great things about that. And they number. They weren't even doing like the because on their their phones they have like the like the FaceTiming you know yeah it wasn't even that it was like on the phone and then holding like, yeah, it yeah, up to great. your ear <laughs> and then Kimra hung up on her and then Diva just showed up yeah she and then, and, and, and she was and, like why are you micromanaging them I'm like I just told a fox trying to micromanage you like what no Diva Diva yeah it's it's so many Diva questions. Uh, that this episode brings about and potentially the big plot advancement of the episode is diva turning good at the end so yeah. um, we need yes. to, we need to get into and diva x Chaco shipping happening i'm not shipping it but it was really cute when she kissed it, him it was very why cute. aren't you I, shipping it delaney because no i don't <laughs> i don't need to ship the animals <laughs> shipping the animals is a time-honored tradition i'm not show. doing it <laughs> are you shipping <laughs> Appa and momo who's that no <laughs> <laughs> I think that no. was. I think that was a thing. Um, of course, everything was a thing in Avatar. Thing. Yeah. Everything okay. Is a thing. Number two. Yeah. So that's the number one is Diva being the client. Number two stupidest thing is uh, why does Proxima want to celebrate Lotus with the Vexicons so as a funny. family? It's so good. Family. She is on the quest for family, Dylan. That's her only motivation this episode. Eve, our main villain at this point's motivation she, is to celebrate Christmas. Like. It's so good. <laughs> and my favorite, she's like, "Get here!" It's 
decorate the tree. And like the fact <laughs> that everyone's doing it is like actually the best part. Yes. Earth does the best though. So those those were it, it's so good. And the the Barnabas Dingle knot uh framing device for the episode is fantastic. I love the ending especially. Um the really good. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, rip, rip, rip Barnabas, the rip. zombie forever. And uh, there's just so many great moments, and we're going to go over all of them. So good Tasma moments. Uh, I think we're overemphasizing Tasma early on this podcast, but she's still great here. Well, I know- just, it's just the Snowy and Jeff name drop. We're, we're, we're excited for Snowman Jeff, yeah. Um, the uh, best part of the episode, though, is... We get a Serena Snake Charmer appearance, and <laughs> and snake, our, snake, our snake, favorite dude. our favorite character, the snake on Serena's head that talks, says fake news. So good. <laughs> that was wonderful. So good. That, 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 it's the best. We love we love Snake. Um, yes. And uh, Snake said fake news. Okay, so I got it. I got to get the soundboard going just because we have a fake news sound drop for one of our shows now. Um, so good. <laughs> it's it's is is great. Um, there's there's a lot of them, and also like I think what brings this episode to actually being like a a pretty great episode of like top fifteen. Ep- I don't know, maybe that's right, of miscons is that uh, it it like uh, th- there's also character good character moments within this nonsense. Like the, the episode so is framed around Arcane and Zarya, um, like wanting to spend their first uh, Lotus night together as sisters and getting each other. Presents. That was very sweet. Yeah. Except they so both cute. suck at presents. They both suck so bad. So <laughs> like, do you talk also, about I think Z- we need to talk about that. Zarya, I know it was M's idea, but Zarya's present was going to be way better than Arcana's. Oh yeah. Like a million times better. Like, because M actually, also, that was another great moment. Is every time they said conditioner of the gods, yeah, that was a great gag with the, <laughs> she the kept getting zapped. Zap, so yeah, good. that was great. Um, thoughts on Zarya, uh, just buying a video game she wanted as a present for her sister. I it's super in character, and I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. I was gonna say, it like nothing surprised me about that moment, like for her to just be. Actually, the be- number three most ridiculous thing that happened in the episode was her actually saying RPG in FPS and him being like, I don't know what those letters spell, but like, they said that, like RPG, whatever, but like she actually said FPS in this. So good. And like the seriousness, the delivery of that line, I was, I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah. That, that, also, that was... this is really good considering we've had the Zarya's obsessed with video games episodes. This is great. Yeah, we're just coming off of that one. Yeah, I'm was... kind of bummed for her though because like she still could have played the game, but it's gone now. Yeah, rip the whatever was in the sewer got it. Yeah, yep. it's, uh, the 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 FPS uh, the the Archer like uh, video yeah. game. Yeah, so yeah, great. Gone too so soon. So on character. <laughs> um, other yeah, we talked about the Tasma moments. Um, another. One of my other favorite moments was uh, Zarya doing M's night voice. Uh, that was her. good. Yeah, night voice. Oh, so good. <laughs> I love that. Goodness. Yeah, they, we haven't had the night voice in a long time, but uh, it, it was good there. They're oh. all so cute, and I love them. Got to, got to pick what to ship, Delaney. You got to all of oh. them. <laughs> Can't show. I mean, Kitty and Zarya are number one. Yeah, so. obviously. Okay. Uh, no, no, Kitty. This up. We got, we got kind of everyone except the the pirates true. yeah that's unfortunate. true um okay let's go through everything in the episode um because there's there's we, we think we talked about a lot of things already but um Bar- the barnabas intro um it's, it's a tale of she's fe- feeding the fozzes the multicolored fozzes return um and it's a a tale of adventure magic and festive feels he says festive feels yeah 
He also like later he keeps saying like everything that uh, Piper says. He'll be like fabtacular, and I'm like, yes. no. He said fabtacular. <laughs> no. <laughs> or yeah, um, was that at the end? Yeah, he said what a fabtacular yeah. adventure. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, he also had a mid episode thing where uh, he was doing uh, Mr. Gunn's versions of uh, Christmas stories. Yeah, it was, it was yep. good too. Um, yeah. I so- also liked that he. What is it? We come back from the commercial break. Yeah. And he forgets what tale he's telling us. Or yes. was that at the end? No, it was in but the middle. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, you don't even know what story you're telling me anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is this is why he retired because yeah. he was done with this. But no, he's now he's telling us stories. Um yeah, Lotus what do you think of the concept of Lotus Night, which is just Christmas? Like I like that they like called it something else instead of having some dumb name for Christmas. Like they did try and make it another holiday that was very clearly Christmas. Yeah, I think it would have been like, I don't know. It just didn't seem like super unique, except for the fireworks. Everyone was yeah. excited about the no, fireworks. This, it was literally like New Year's and Christmas as one holiday. I just like, I love that when, like, makes more sense. This is like my favorite fantasy thing. Like they do this in like World of Warcraft. Like they're like, this is our Christmas. It's fake. Here it is. I love it. It's so stupid. I love made up holidays that are very clearly our holidays. It's great. But very, think, very clearly already. Yeah, I, I think I, I was gonna say. I think what what was like slightly missing from it is I want to know why it was called Lotus Night. Yeah, I wanted to get that too. Yeah, but I, I guess just because lotuses are a thing here, our logo. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think of it as New Year's Eve makes more sense too, because it is just a night. Like uh, it's kind of confusing that the holiday is just night, and then we're leading up to fireworks. I guess that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe whatever whatever their calendar is. It was uh, like Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve as one holiday. Yeah, basically. But there's yeah, they weren't Eve. They were just one night. Yeah. There's also like Christmas trees and ornaments. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. It was good. I'm cool with it. Yeah. So everyone in uh, Drake City celebrating uh, Lotus Night, including the Vexcons, just robbing (laughs) some children. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) That was wonderful. Um, Yeah, as mentioned, Mallory throws away Diva. Like, and Diva's like, Ugh. yeah. Aww. Just uh, also that necklace wasn't even cute, Mallory. Like, come wow, on. Wow, shots fired at Mallory. I think I trust Mallory's fashion sense, Delaney. No, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Mysticon celebrating Lotus Night, uh, getting presents. We have the Elf Lova. Um, I was waiting the entire episode for it to explode, and I was I not wanting to it. see it. <laughs> Uh, this the, the the episode's framed really well. I re- I really like it's kind of a basic writing thing, but I like when elements in the beginning come back at the end and um everything that kind of uh happens in their uh their bunker. Uh, what what do we call their their hideout? They call they call it the stronghold. Yeah, the stronghold. Is that is that a thing? I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's everything in their stronghold. It comes back when Chaco's running away from the zombies at the end, which I really liked. Um, it's good. including the baking bot. Yeah. Which uh, doesn't seem like that great of technology. I like how they have all of these like mini things. Like, oh, here's the mini forge. Here is this mini floating oven. Mm, which yeah. I was like, is that an easy bake oven? Is that what this bird like? What is this? I like. I like. To, I like that they have like a what is it like mystical appliances almost. Yes. So it's like, not like like on your wedding registry, you wouldn't put like a toaster oven. You might have a mini forge or and they put popcorn in it. <laughs> they put popcorn. Yeah, the be- I think the best one or the most representative is the uh, Roomba broom. That's just literally yes, a broom. Was- yes. <laughs> also, also number four of most ridiculous when <laughs> and this is actually this is like my favorite thing that happened in the episode, other than like the video game was when we find out later that it's. Uh, 
I just forgot her name, Diva. Diva's calling Kimra, and Kimra pretends to be the answering machine, and she's like, wait for the how, and yeah. she just hits. It's so funny. Like, I was just like, what are you doing? And she just swings it. Like, that is the most, that was just beautiful to watch. Like, it's it was great. so it's a good camera moment yeah they're doing that i was like like one answering machine gags are always great and then the fact that like she just hit him in the foot i was dying i was like this is hilarious like that's that might that's i think that's my number one funniest moment of the episode because i was like so stupid I guess, I guess this is the reverse Archer answering machine where um, she's pretending to be the answering machine and she's oh, uh, yeah. and actually on call versus the, yeah. So I like that. Um, we had uh, the, the, yeah, the baking bot and we had the uh, Tasma moments as discussed. Um, Tasma says, I am not an ornament. I am a dark mage of unbelievable power. Ah! Um, when she gets hung yeah. on the tree. Um, yeah. Tasma being an ornament still in the snow globe. Um, so we're like, Solid ten episodes into Tasma. Like, being the Tasma. See, that's why I got excited because I was like, "This is the perfect setup. She's gonna get out of the snow globe and wreak havoc." And all she did was turn into a cute tiny zombie. <laughs> she did wreak havoc, but uh, yeah, just, just she's back in the snow globe at the end. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think this is a great parodying of this uh, stupid plot device, plot uh, elements of Tasma being in the snow globe. But we we got to do something with Tasma here. I'm sure we will, but. Um, yeah, just uh, this is the perfect thing for her being in the snow. I will say it doesn't get old though because it's so funny. It is. Really I know. Good, yeah. I love. It, I love like, her being in there. They do it constantly. Like they're just like this is stupid, but it's hilarious. So it's just they build up Tasma's character so well, and they're like, "Lol, she's trapped in a snow globe." <laughs> yeah. I, I am very frustrated that we're not doing anything with her, but at the same time, I do think it's very funny. So it's like both at once. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Like I'm like because I like Tasma, and I think she has the potential to be one of the best characters. But like, it's just so funny though that she's trapped in the snow. Globe. she's never getting out no she will always be in the snow globe yeah uh, tasma <laughs> says uh bahamba bears um it was then, interesting interesting um <laughs> the, the, talking about first lotus night of sisters um we have what do you think of zippy pixie the uh oh, that pi- was good amazon cool yeah, pic- yeah. Pixie, pixie delivery service yeah uh, with portals and stuff can all pixies just make portals like that i think um, so can they yeah can um oh can our can our pixie um do blanking on her name but yeah it's uh that's how you know it's been too long because we yes. haven't seen her and yeah yeah well no um, i was waiting for you to say to say proxima because i couldn't for the life of me remember her name uh, <laughs> latincia yeah latincia oh that's oh. sad that i can't i can't forget fave's name latincia she needs to be back we we'll get to Gwen later but um oh, yeah, we'll i was gonna i was gonna have a comment about Gwen, but no, we'll if we're later. gonna get to it later yeah <laughs> Um, the, the arcane is horrified at going last minute shopping. Girl, um, say, yeah, no, yeah. I hate shopping just on like if I have to go on the weekend, I'm like horrified. So, I went to I Walmart feel- today and I was like, why is everyone here? Why exactly. was it an emergency? Yeah. <laughs> was it Lotus Night? My girlfriend had to get a present for her friend, and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Wow, so it's relatable to the episode, man. Super relatable. Okay. Um, and uh, Piper says it's the quest for the perfect gift. So there you go. Um, that was pretty cute. Mexican, <laughs> I Mexicana advised version of holiday shopping. The quest for the gift. Um, yeah, camera. Camera randomly comes into the episode after the after the Mysticons leave. We discussed why how uh, she. We don't know how she got in there, but she's there and she's like rhyming too. Um, it's so good. She's <laughs> it was pretty good. 
And she's like, not, she says she's not festive. She's not about this uh, Lotus Knight. Um, but she says happy Lotus Knight. And yeah, she's looking for M's mini forge. Um, and, uh, the, the, her, the mystery of Kimra's client looms over the episode at this point. Um, we had Malvron and Doug caroling. We discussed this already. That was um, good. And, uh, yeah, Arcana and Piper going shopping. Uh, the emoji slippers. Oh my God. Yeah. I was so tired. I was like, no. <laughs> you were tired? <laughs> well, the one thing is like, I'm tired of it in real life. And then we're, it's we're... on the cartoon. I'm like, can we please get rid of these? Wait, have you seen emoji slippers in real life? Of course. But do they change emojis? No, they don't. <laughs> Are you tired emoji of emoji slippers? I'm not talking to you anymore. Okay. Um, we had, we had uh, Mathis is selling uh, this magic bow that he okay, definitely didn't I was steal. like, why are we doing this? We deal with him all the time. Why are well, you doing this? The, yeah, that I I was like, okay, first off, you guys know who Mathis is. We're not unfamiliar with also, him. Why would you, you buy multiple times? We've done this before. We've done Mathis being the salesman. Like, why did they buy and the like, pet Arcana from Mathis in the pet episode? Yes, like, Arcana Arcana will- <laughs> and I'm like, no. I guess that's kind of a better. running guy. Yeah, Arcana, does Arcana just like not like uh, she thinks all poor people are the same, so she doesn't uh, like know who Mathis like, is. Is that what I'm it like, is? We literally have dealt with Mathis like. He's literally in every episode. Like, this is not that hard. It's right. yeah, I, I guess it's just a running gag at this point. The Mathis like, is just conning them into things and they're falling for it. But And then uh, Piper sucks at haggling. She yes. That was good. That, that was, was the so great. Math. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Piper bad haggling and then the giant uh the giant foot foot crushes yep, the bow anyway. Was- yeah, Cla- classic running gag of the giant foot. Um, yeah, we talked with Zarya and M with the uh, our, the video game for Arcana. Uh, what you think she'd prefer an RPG over an FPS? Says Zarya. Oh, I yeah. do. <laughs> oh, ooh, let's get into that. Um, <laughs> Delaney, RPGs or FPSs? RPG. Yeah. Yeah, I third that. Okay, all three of us RPG over FPS. That is so. not a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had, uh, as Delaney mentioned, the. Uh, the conditioner of the gods uh, gag of M getting shocked every time she says the name. It was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- th- I thought that was very well. It was the, the timing on that was really good. And, I also um, liked that they had to like get the ingredients. Like you don't just buy the conditioner yeah. of the gods; you have to like make it yourself. Yeah. So what what, what element makes it of the gods? Is it uh, imbued with god? Also. Do gods are does the gods exist in the mysticons world i feel like this is news. yes and they need conditioner <laughs> no do they need the conditioner or do they bestow the conditioner upon their their creations both they're both? like yeah because they need the conditioner because their hair is whack and their hair is whack quotes from april god's hair is whack and then uh they were like oh like it's so great having this conditioned hair. It's so sad that all the people of Drake City have terrible hair. We should lend them the secret recipe. And then they gave it out to them. Because they don't need to like make money off of it. There's no point in them selling it. They're like, here, you want some sweet, godly hair? Here's how you make it. 
have I lost, fun. I lost track of that story, but um, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Some someone somewhere followed it. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere was still listening at this point. Not, exactly. not clear. Not clear if that's true. But yeah, okay. This is. A, I feel like we need more more uh, into religion in the Mysticons world. This is everything. Maybe our first mention of gods. Um, what what's their role? Uh, this is a polytheistic uh, world. Is that that that's what this implies? So um, if, if we introduce gods into it, will um. Will it play a role into the characters oh, wait, and wait, their future powers, much like in the D and D universe? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just how D and D gods work in D and D. But I forgot that uh, de- a minor demigod um, is uh, Auntie Yago, so we have heard God. True, before. that's great. Yeah, so it's uh, been too long. <laughs> was was Auntie Yaga, Was she made a demigod by putting on conditioner of the gods? Is that what that mm-hmm. does? Maybe. Okay, we'll get into Maybe. that. Maybe. Uh, so next we have Chaco. Ch- uh, Ch- There's like multiple scenes of Chaco evading people. That's kind of what Chaco does in general. But uh, this is the first one of him evading Kimra. Um, we had the Kimra answering machine gag. Yeah. And then um, Tasma says, hey, leave me and Snowman Jeff out of your little holiday feud. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we learn. And then we learn that Diva is Kimra's client. <laughs> uh, Diva and we're like, in. what? At first, so the first also, time I watched, I feel like she doesn't even want the forge. She just wants to use it. Like, hey, can I use your microwave? Like, that's literally what was going on. Like, yeah, she, she could have just knocked just on the door because yeah. then she can clearly negotiate things. She could have easily just knocked on the door and did however Diva, um, I guess, communicates, and then they would have been like, oh yeah, sure, um, go ahead and use it. Like, can we get you some water? <laughs> Yeah, Diva could have just asked. I think that's the yeah. moral of the story. But or she could have just showed up there and snuck in and used it instead of using Kimra to destroy everything in there. Yeah, if we knew where it was, why don't you just sneak in? If we know where, and the I don't feel is. like you needed to destroy the decorations in yeah. order to just like go use it. And she knew I where they were. Kimra's like she touch. was like, "I'm here." Yeah, which yeah. I feel like Proxima probably told them. I feel like we're applying more logic to this than, than yeah, it's thought true. out. But, okay, you're yeah. right. Okay, the first the first time I watched this episode, <laughs> I really did not understand this reveal because it's like Kimra says, like the cl- it's the client's my client, and then <laughs> Diva walks in. Like, what what are you talking about? <laughs> this Diva? <laughs> this makes no sense. But yes, and then Kimra proceeds to talk for Diva in in the scene, uh, explaining yeah. Diva's motivations. Diva is um, using the mini forge to make zombie dust for mallory because mallory didn't give diva a gift that's not what we saw what we saw in in the scene it didn't i guess diva might have asked matt like mallory threw diva away isn't that why diva's pissed no it's because diva didn't get a gift apparently yeah okay so (laughs) this is when we got the episode episode description for this episode, um, these have previously been very inaccurate for Mysticons. Um, so we assumed that this, this the following description was also inaccurate. Diva makes magic zombie dust to teach the selfish, selfish Vexicons a lesson, but the dust turns her into a zombie and soon infects everyone in Drake City. With the Mysticons out last-minute shopping, it's up to Chaco to save the holidays. So we're like, this must be a misinterpretation from someone who's not watched the show. But, uh, but no. No, that's, no. That's, that's what Kimra pretty clearly outlines in the episode. D- D- Diva is te- I don't know if Diva teaching Mallory a lesson. More like just wanting to permanently turn into a zombie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a lesson so much as like you're a zombie now. 
Yeah, so um, this that that just the motivations of Diva also another very absurd element of this, but uh, it's it, I I do like how it's just presented and not really elaborated on. Like, um, okay, Diva's just using zombie. Where does zombie dust come from? Why is why is this what Diva's doing? Uh, all of all of this is unclear and is not is not elaborated upon later in the episode. I feel like that should be illegal to make or something too. Like, is, is Diva breaking the law by making? <laughs> yeah. Dust? Yeah. Does she need to be apprehended? I think so. <laughs> well, we bubbled her uh, Steven Universe style later in the episode. So that's true. We're just yeah. getting all of our favorites. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, earlier in that scene, we had Chaco tied to the wall with a ribbon, which uh, I thought was a cute visual. Um, potential oh, yeah. cha- Chaco emoji. Um, and uh, we don't need more, but we might. We might anyway. Um, and the uh, <laughs> the uh, the broom knocks the zombie canister dust, and everyone's zombies now. And then Chaco's evading all the zombies. So the zombies say consume. We already talked, we already discussed that they're not really consuming anything. Here's a question. What, would you guys rather take the miraculous ladybug kissing zombies that say bisu or the mysticon zombies that say consume? What you got? Consume. Consume. Mm-hmm. I, I've definitely, yeah. I've definitely got the kissing zombies. I feel like there's more thematicness to those, <laughs> to those zombies and it made sense what they're saying. Whereas these zombies, why, what are they consuming? Okay. Uh, if we're trying to be logical, I guess. <laughs> The, okay. the ladybug zombie. Good, good point. We shouldn't be logical with this episode. Okay, you're right. But if we're gonna not be logical, I guess like the regulars, the uh, the consume zombies, because they weren't really like being destructive. They were just walking around trying to touch people, and I mean, that works. <laughs> Yeah, they're just trying to turn everyone into zombies, and then everyone's just zombies, and that's it. I mean, I guess yeah. that's how zombie stories work. Um, I did have the thought that only everyone in Drake City would have been zombies at the end of the episode if Chaco did not succeed. So I guess, and there's other cities probably. So I feel like someone could, the first person that like commutes to Drake City just walks in and everyone's a zombie now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's or other. Like, also, if you're a zombie, join all of the other zombies. I mean, yeah, that, that is how zombies work. Okay. Um, Emmons are getting the conditioner ingredients. Um, we have a montage set to Doug and Malvron caroling on the first day of Lotus Night. It was pretty good. I liked that a lot. <laughs> I I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, shots fired. Did you just think their caroling was bad? Are you a critic of their caroling? Uh, yes. Okay. But also, like, I was like, this is a very, like, low bar attempt at including them in the episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> like true, true. their presence, like, was did not affect the episode in any way, shape, or form. And we could have just not had them. And it probably would have moved on perfectly. April, but they're very pivotal at the end of the episode when they come in and tell the Mysticons and Vexicons not to fight. Oh, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but that that seems more like... Um, like it has an impact versus them singing and they're just like singing around Drake city and no one's listening to that. It's so good. <laughs> like, like I would make sense if they were like going door to door business to business, and, but they're literally just like standing there in, in the middle of nowhere at one point, just singing like no one's listening. They're not singing for anyone. They're, they're just there. <laughs> yeah. They're just there. Our, and then they're our- like, do should we sing more carols? And they're all like, no, no. 
Yeah, that's us too. Um, yeah, but uh, p- obviously pivotal elements of the episode. Uh, we have Arcanans and uh, and Piper. They get a mage board for Zarya. That comes back later. And uh, Piper says, uh, just wish upon a star for a Lotus Knight miracle. And Arcana says, I'm so glad I brought you shopping. Uh, which I like. <laughs> Sassy Arcana. Um, we had sh- charades with Chaco, which was another great moment of the episode. Um, Piper says, what's that boy? Like, uh, Which I feel like... Have we done that gag before with the lassie, like, uh, with what, what's that boy to Chaco? I don't think so. So it was great here. And, um, Arcana's, Arcana's guess at Chaco charades is you feel like the commercialization of Lotus Knight has turned us into mindless shopping zombies. Okay, um, Chris. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I like that part of it. And then we had, uh, back to Zarya M and the, the night voice, which I thought was great. Um, they're getting moonlight from the uh, old Mysticon statues. I wonder if we'll get any old, more old Mysticons in the last six episodes. I, I, hope so. I hope so, but I don't think we're going to. You could you could say that this is the beginning. If if we're going to bring them back, we would want to remind us of them um, in like a harmless way. So this would be the type of thing that we would include. And it is, does seem kind of weird, the like eye from an, from a from the, the statue, like uh, moonlight from them. Um, like it seems, it seems like that could have been anything. So that that like sets off my uh, foreshadowing radar. Um, so I, I wonder, or or it's just like we want to include all the elements of our Drake City mythology. Um, yeah, but remember how we were going to bring back Ar- Arcana and Zarya's mom, and we still haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, probably we'll do that too. That's also in our to do list for. Oh, we'll get around to that eventually. You know, we have uh, a to do list. <laughs> end of season one, debone the parent. No, okay. End of season two. Okay, we'll get to it later. <laughs> um, so- you know what? Um, uh, debone parents? Question mark? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I, we'll we'll get to that probably in the finale probably. Um, yeah, um, with the Mysticons, uh, everyone's a zombie. They go back to the stronghold. Um, we talked about the Willa and Kasha watching Serena on the tablet. Also, by the way, Proxima's like, uh, put put the screen down. Like, yeah, like no, okay, mom, the holiday. Yeah, the Serena zombie and then uh, zombie snake fake news. So good. Um, yeah, zombie Proxima wants them to decorate the tree, and uh, Willa says, "Woohoo, fun times with Proxima Starfall," which I like that from Willa. Um, and yeah, families, good and evil, come together. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, oh, what do we think of the Dreadbane ornament? We even talked about that. Um, they're hanging a dreadbane ornament on the tree. It's, so, it's his head. It's so magical. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. Paying yeah. tribute. Will we see dreadbane in the final six episodes? No. <laughs> no, I think I think yes. Probably. I mean, dreadbane disappeared with uh, Nekrafa in the season two finale, so we'll see if if he returns. <gasps> oh my gosh! What if he comes back and he's like. In love with Proxima because she has Necrofa's half of Necrofa's <laughs> oh mask no. now. We're not. We're not doing that. Um, <laughs> You're uh, no squ- fun. Well, squ- Squicky, and also no, we're not doing that. But uh, I think I think we're going to see Dreadbane again. We'd see him as Reginald. Um, but we'll, we'll see if that happens. Aww, I yeah, forgot no- that was his name. <laughs> yeah, Reginald. Um, yeah, Mal- yeah, Mallory says, uh, "Hun, you only buy gifts for people you love, so I only bought a prezies for moi." That was good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, everyone's calling presents prezies. Is that something children say now? No, is- I don't think so. <laughs> is, that a young, is that a young people thing? Yeah, do- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't th- I don't- children, you can let us know in the comments. But I think <laughs> that was just the show. Um, and uh, zo- the zo- Okay, zombie antidote, we're making that. And the plan is to put that into the fireworks at night, at midnight. You know, yeah. I, I don't understand the science behind that, but I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. That's a classic. Uh, you need to distribute the... 
the canister. Oh, you need to put it in something that's going to blow up. Like, it was a, like, yeah, I've seen this in action. Right. It, just, it wasn't even in the thing that blew up. It literally just like went into the base of it. I, maybe all the fire. Yeah, that's not how fireworks work in, in our world. But maybe no. they maybe they like are fueled in Mysticon's world from some from potions. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I guess they would be potions, right? Um, yeah, I think we've seen that before. But it's like a spell. Is that, fireworks is that, spell. Is that one like flammable? Like, yeah, it seems like a fire hazard. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we had uh, oh the next Tasma thing. Small small problem, people. And then it's Tasma. Um, and she's a zombie and she broke out and uh, Chaco, Chaco's then the only one left and um, you got the elf over the mage board uh, we pass by Gwen. Gwen is only in this episode for 30 seconds but he almost steals it I think because it's so good it was, a, it was amazing <laughs> we think he's a zombie and then no he, he can't believe he slept in and it's almost midnight <laughs> Uh, and then Butler comes as a zombie. He says, "You look about the same." <laughs> and, and the zombie like Butler gives them a look like, too. Yeah. <laughs> like zombie Butler like gives them that look, and then he's like, "I'm going for it." But it, it's, it, it was it was great. Uh, we we only need 30, 30 seconds of Gwyn, much better than the thirty seconds of Doug and Malvron we got. Uh, as always, as always. But um, yeah, then uh, Chaco climactically gets the thing in after being turned into a zombie and um, everyone is is turned back. Um, Doug puts a hat on Proxima like, Doug, are you stupid? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, Here. also, how? why did she not attack him in that moment? Because <laughs> her only motivation in this episode is to celebrate Christmas <laughs> with her <laughs> evil family. Not She somehow does not care about <laughs> And they're the not Mysticons. even her family. She created them. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's like inklings in this plotline of this episode into the fact that um, Proxima created the Vexcons because she is like lonely and doesn't have anyone. But we don't even get into that. It's really uh, this it's, episode. We got that when she first created them. We, we didn't <laughs> even. Yeah, I mean, kind of, it's implied, but uh, we've not really gotten into this motivation. I think from from Proxima. I think that's on the to do list. Is I'm sure we'll get it. Is is some more? What, um, what is her motive? I mean, she wants to destroy the Mysticons because they were not. Nice to her and accepted her into oh, shots fired. Their, wow! Their yeah, we look, we don't need to rehash this debate. People in the comments are going to be upset. The Proxima I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're critical of Proxima. Um, the uh, yeah, the Vexcons leave. Uh, Chaco saved Lotus Knight. Um, the, the only gift that matters I get to spend tonight with my sister and my BFFs, says Arcana. Oh, you didn't get me anything either. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, Diva. So Piper wants to send Diva to the royal dungeon, uh, but no. <laughs> first, first of all, Piper, I don't think that's what we'd do with Diva if we're no. <laughs> we're gonna imprison. I don't think the bars would hold Diva. But um, do we keep di- people in dungeons? No, we put them in snow globes. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Put Diva, yeah, shrink, shrink her and put her in the snow globe. Shrink her and put her in the snow globe with Tasma and Snowman Jeff, but they did not do that. I, was, did I, don't, act, think did act, I don't think Tasma would enjoy that very much. I Tasma think would be, have a pet. I think that would be cute. I feel like Tasma. I don't would think Tasma mom. doesn't scream like cat mom to me. I think she'd come I, around. I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, th- I think Tasma's future occupation is cat lady. I think so. I think I, I I could see that Tasma escapes from the snow globe and just gets a bunch of pet fozzes. I think that's how we're ending the show. And has snowman Jeff. And with snowman and builds her own snowman Jeff. Yeah, yeah. permanently. She yeah, moves okay. to like a 
like a wintry climate. Yeah, if that exists, exactly. <laughs> Snowman <laughs> Jeff and her fossils. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to show Diva the wonder of Lotus Night. We give Diva a twinkly mare, a kiss, kisses Chaco. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, St- Tasma's reglobed. Don't worry. Um, hugs, hugs, Snowman Jeff, and then uh, Arcana and Zarya, Arcana and Zarya hug, which I thought was great. And um, Ta- Kimra's giving toys to kids now instead of that robbing them. Yeah. Um, and uh, what a fabulous adventure, says Barnabas, and then he's uh, consumed by uh, <laughs> by the zombie foz. Okay, so is Diva an ally now? Is this a permanent no. plot advancement? No. What do you mean? No, like that's impossible. Because that they're they're going for that whole like cr- Christmas episode trope, yeah. and so they're like, look, on Christmas or Lotus Night, everyone can be good, but as as soon as this episode is over, she's just gonna turn right back around and go back to the Vexicons. So it's super sad, but we're not we're not gonna get good le- diva. But uh, another trope would be the animal having a girlfriend. So Diva could be Chaco's girlfriend now. <gasps> Romeo and Juliet. Why, oh why is it Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> they won't kill themselves, but that's what, I mean, that's I guess, like. You, this is just, I'm tired. This has been a trip. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is uh, that's too far for Delaney is the, uh, shipping the animals. But um, I, I feel like this, I get what you're saying, April, with the, this being a Christmas uh, episode trope. And uh, we things would go back to normal. But also, I think Miss Khan's is capable of doing that and then having like one plot advancement thing. Not that Diva being on our side would have any relevance whatsoever, but. Um, we love Diva. Diva should be a good guy now. And then also, like the angst between Diva and Mallory when they face off. Uh, can you imagine? But then she'll just end up going back. No, we have faith in Diva. Diva was shown the true meaning of Lotus Knight. And like, hopefully they won't like. That'd be pretty good though. Like Chaco and like, hey, this is a typical trope. You got to have two animals. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You get the. <gasps> I agree with you. Okay, you know what. I agree with that. We convinced I think, April. <laughs> I, I think Diva. I think the reason Diva is on the show is to be Chaco's girlfriend. Like I think that's, uh, it, it's also like evil Chaco, but also um, girlfriend Chaco. Like that's these are both reasons that you would introduce this random uh, second character, second animal companion. So I don't know. We'll see. This is this is the most important question moving forward in Mist Guns. Is will Diva be good? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we will see, we'll potentially find out next episode in, uh, next week. Heart of Stone is airing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when the Vexicons leave one of their own behind, M takes it upon herself to turn Eartha to the good side. So not only yes! is Diva yes! turned to the good side, Earth, Eartha, everyone's fan theories with Eartha coming true. She's the nice one. Will M be able to turn Eartha good? Will yeah. Diva be involved in that process? I hope so. Me too. Okay, so we're excited for Eartha episode in Heart of Stone. Only six episodes of Mysticons left. Uh, we're in the home stretch here. Hopefully they're all airing sequentially. And um, uh, we'll be getting to our conclusion soon. Let us know what you thought of, uh, Heart, not, not Heart of Stone yet, but the Foz who saved Lotus Knight in the comments. Uh, will Diva turn good? Um, are you shipping Chaco and Diva? What other questions are there? Are we asking our listeners? Um, will Will Tasma adopt a bunch of uh, Fazes later in life with Snowman Jeff? Of course, with Snowman Jeff. Yeah. Um, 
Will uh, will will Barnabas truly retire now? I don't know. What what are the, what are the looming questions are there from from this episode? But would you would you buy emoji slippers? That's an important one. Oh. Um, okay, so let's just throw those in the YouTube comments. Please answer all of those questions. Uh, Delaney, what are your final thoughts on uh, this episode? It was really cute, and I enjoyed it a lot. And I I think this is like definitely the funniest episode of Mysticons. Ooh, nice. Um, April. Yeah, I, I I think this was like a really good episode to kind of come out of like a hiatus with um, and c- just because it was just super fun and like silly and we we love those episodes, especially. Yes. Yeah, so it's it was a good one. And I look forward. I'm glad Mysticons is back. It feels like it's been forever. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Glad. Uh, I think the only thing that this episode was missing was space dumpsters <laughs> space, space dumpsters, dumpsters. <laughs> yes uh not as absurd as this episode was not as absurd as reverser the latest episode of ladybug go go watch that episode even if you don't watch the show you need to see it and um <laughs> i feel like the perfect that these two aired next to each other um it's it's great these are uh sister episodes of these shows of our magical girls shows okay yeah let us know what you thought in the comments come to our discord overlyanimated.com slash discord if you liked this episode, you will like our Discord because we have a Chaco emote, also eight other Chaco emotes, where if you t- react <laughs> to Chaco to posts that you agree with are good. And we also have a Diva emote, react to, react with Diva to posts that you disagree with or neutral or, or neutral about or are bad. So that's the instruct, that's the, uh, code for using Diva on our, on our Discord. We're big Diva fans. We have the emoji. And, uh, yeah, top, number one place for Mysticons discussions and, uh, find us at overlyanimated.com for all of our podcasts, including that Ladybug podcast, um, and a bunch of other like retrospectives and other cool stuff as well. Uh, support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our, uh, patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Nicholas, aka Nickelodeon. Wow. For a Nickelodeon show, the only Nickelodeon show we cover. That was uh, <gasps> good timing. That was awesome. <laughs> Yes, it worked out here. And um, uh, and thanks as well to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, yep, be back next week for more Mysticons. Find everything at overlandmated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.